So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having a fantastic day, and I'm really excited to jump in. Um, we're talking about friendships today, and you know, I, I think I just realized I am regularly talking about the value of connection and meaningful relationships. You know, the opposite of sobriety is connection, and the quality of your life is the quality of your relationships, and I just thought I would talk a little bit today about friendships specifically and what they mean and how they stack up in this recovery journey because man they are so incredibly important before i jump into that i wanted to mention that i am going really hard on instagram these days uh it's actually crazy at the beginning of 2022 i had about two maybe three thousand followers and uh, I think at the time of this recording, we have crossed 33,000. And so we're quickly growing here. I think a lot of people are just you know, resonating with our message. And so um, I have made an effort to have probably about 250 to 300 conversations a day on Instagram with people like you that want help, that are interested, that want to learn more about what we do, or just have a question about some of our teachings or some of our philosophies. So I would love to chat with you over on Instagram. Link is in the show notes. And uh, it's Sathya Me Sam. So not the easiest uh, name to pronounce. I'd rather you just click the link in the show notes. But it's S-A-T-H-I-Y-A-M-E-S-A-M on Instagram. Uh, hope to see you there. All right, let's talk about friendships. So let me give you a little bit of context. And I, I say this with the utmost pride. And this is 100% a brag. I got married in September 2019, and I had six people stand beside me. I had my brother. Uh, he was my best man. And Jaya has been a friend of mine for many, many years. You know, we're three and a half years apart, so I don't know that I would call us friends in those early years. Uh, we fought a lot. We competed a lot. And that was sort of, um, you know, that was just life as it was. But once we started to enter more teen years and certainly like the late teens, early 20s, Jay and I really started to become friends. And so uh, it was really cool to have him stand beside me. Uh, I went through you know, something really difficult a couple of weeks ago and I called Jay up. I was actually on the road traveling um, when some news broke and needed to process it. And Jay was the person who got the call. And so, um, you know, that's my brother. So that's not quite the same uh, as a friendship, I suppose. Uh, but the person standing next to Jaya, um, I have, well, I had a whole bunch of, uh, of really good friends. Uh, one is named Taylor. Taylor and I have been friends since 2011. And since 2013, um, we, we've lived in different cities. So uh, we have spoken on the phone once a week for basically that entire time. Uh, we certainly missed weeks. You know, while I'm in, I'm in Jamaica, I think he and I have spoken once. And so, uh, you know, that happens. So once in four weeks, but generally speaking, uh, we have spoken on a, a, a semi weekly basis 
for a very long time. Uh, Kenny, Kenny and I have been friends since 2008. He was another one of my groomsmen. And Kenny, um, Kenny and I still to this day hang out. He's visited me here in Jamaica. Uh, we pick back up where we left off. And, um, and he is someone I would consider to be one of my best friends. Uh, Jake is my longest standing close friend. Jake and I have been friends since grade eight. And he also stood beside me on my wedding day. Keith stood beside me on my wedding day. He and I have been friends since 2008, I believe it is if I'm not mistaken. Um, and Joey, Joey also stood beside me. He and I have been friends since 2014, 2015. Uh, we have done a lot of life together. Uh, we've grown our businesses together. We have grown in faith together. And, um, and all of these are guys that I consider to be uh, just incredibly close to me. And uh, the last person who stood beside me is Matthew Bishop. And Matthew is also uh, a longtime friend from the same era. He and I have been good friends. Wait, did I list six or seven, eight? I, my number was off. I apologize. But anyway, uh, but Matthew's been uh, another really good friend and someone he and I text probably on a, a weekly or bi-weekly basis. Now, why do I say all of this? Well, I say this to, to let you know that I'm not just talking about friendships because I'm figuring it out. I am still figuring it out, but I also have figured some things out. I take friendships seriously. I do not, um, I, I, I am friendly to everyone. I'm one of the friendliest people you'll meet. I don't have any judgments or reservations. I'm not particularly picky about the people I talk to, but the people I actually spend time with and befriend, I am rather selective. And what I wanted to talk about today is just how to have healthy male friendships. Uh, you know, if you do the math on those friendships I just listed, you know, I'm 32 years old. That's over, it's over 90 years of friendships with all of those guys, which is just absolutely crazy. And, you know, some of those seasons I, I can say, you know, one of them might have been a best friend or that kind of a thing. Um, and a lot of seasons I would say I didn't have a best friend. And that's actually where I wanted to start as my first point for today's podcast is, um, Stop with the best friend stuff, man. It's I just think the best friend stuff is really silly. Now, hear hear me out, okay? I'm not against you having a best friend. I like I said, these guys have been my best friends in different seasons. Just don't be quick to label somebody a best friend. And I think this is what has really given me an edge in my friendships is like I am not trying to have a best friend. I am not trying to put labels on the friendships. I'm just trying to get to know people better. Point number two, okay? Point number one is don't try to have best friends. Don't try to make best friends. Just be a good friend. Point number two is prioritize the other, all right? Prioritize the other. You would be amazed at what happens when you simply just put the other person ahead of yourself. If you come into friendships and all you do is you tell your stories and you talk about your problems and it's me, 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 people will not be friends with you for a long time. They might be friends with you for a season and they might keep you around for a long time, but they will not actually call you a good friend many years later. Prioritize the other. See, this is why you got to deal with your stuff, right? Because if we don't deal with our stuff, this is what we do is we resort to our friends to be our counselors and our therapists and to, you know, kind of to be our sounding boards. And again, it's not to say that they may not wear those hats at different points in the relationship, but as a general rule of thumb, you should be showing up, prioritizing the other person. That should always be your leading frame of mind. And then in those moments when you do really need something, then you can pull. You can make a withdrawal from the bank account, quote unquote, 
But um, generally speaking, you should be putting deposits. You should be asking lots of questions. You should be showing interest in their lives. And trust me, they will reciprocate it. If they don't move on, they're not worth your time. Okay. So number one, slow on the best friends. I was going to say no best friends, but I'll say slow on the best friends. Uh, number two, prioritize the other. Number three, very important, show up when it matters most. Okay. Here's what I can say. I have no problem saying no to my friends. I have no problem saying, no, man, that's not going to work for me. Sorry, can't hang out. I have no problem turning down, you know, Taylor's calls when he calls me if I'm busy or, you know, just in a moment where I can't take a call. I have no problem saying no. But I will tell you this. When my friends need me, I will drop everything to be there for them. Um, I won't. I won't use personal examples because there'd be details involved that would probably just be unfair for me to share of my, of my friend's stories. Um, but what I will tell you is this, um, Jake is my longest standing friend and Jake and I, Jake was, I've talked before about losing my friend Chucky, uh, when I was in grade, uh, we were in grade 10 and Chucky was a close friend to me, but Jake and Chucky were friends like none other. They were unbelievably close and it really really affected Jake to lose him. And not that it didn't affect anyone else, but Jake was just impacted differently because of the depth of relationship that he had with him. And we didn't know what we were doing. You know, like no one knows how to deal with something like that. Certainly you don't know how to deal with that when you're 14 freaking years old and you're just trying to figure out yourself and life and girls and all that stuff. But the one thing I realized is it was incredibly bonding for all of us. You know, there's a group of us to all go through that together. And it just made me realize how important it is that you're there in the moments that count. Uh, I had a friend in university who, you know, we, we did some labs together and we had a lot of fun together and would study together every once in a while. And he and I just got along. You know, we just kind of clicked, even though our lives didn't intersect a ton during our studies. He was a year ahead and a slightly different program. And, uh, you know, we kept in touch and, um, you know, he eventually studied in a different city and I moved to a different city. But when we were back in town for holidays, we would try to link up and um, his brother was, was tragically killed in a car accident. And uh, I hadn't spoken to him in, you know, probably it was it was months, maybe it had even been over a year at the time. Um, but I did the research. I found out where the funeral was. And um, and then, you know, I, I had some plans that weekend and I canceled them, and, you know, and I took a bus down. I didn't have a car at the time. I took a bus down, you know, paid for the bus fare and everything and uh, and showed up. And there was probably a thousand people at this funeral. Uh, he's part of a very large community. And uh, he saw me for about two seconds and he said, you came all the way down here for me. And I was like, yeah, man. And he looked at me in the eyes, gave me a big hug. And then he had to keep going. It was right in the middle of, of uh, a ceremonial thing. Um, but show up in the moments that matter the most. And again, that guy, like he and I don't really keep in touch that much anymore. But trust me, if I ever saw him, he's not just like, oh, hey, man, how's it going? He's like, bro, what's up? Tell me about work. Tell me about everything else. Because you're there. You know, I was there for him when it counted. All right. That takes me to my next, uh, my next point is be a friend to everyone. Okay. Now here's what I mean by this. Um, like I'm not like, Oh, these guys aren't in my top five. So, um, it's a no for me. You know, I'm, I'm just not like that. I do subscribe to like the top three, top 12 kind of thing. I don't know if you guys have ever heard that. Um, that's like, that's a teaching based on the life of Jesus. They, you know, they basically say, Jesus had his best friend. That was John. You know, he was the beloved disciple. He had his top three. That was Peter, James, and John. And then he had his 12. And then he had like the 70 and so on. And so 
they've, I've heard these teachings of sort of the different rings of, you know, the level of friendships. And I think that kind of framework is very helpful for us to identify who we are prioritizing in this season because that's the reality is different seasons call for different friendships. In some seasons, you prioritize different friendships over others. But it is not permission to be an a-hole about it or to be like exclusive and, and treat it like some weird club that you have to have special VIP access to to get in where it's like, oh, no, they're not, you know, whatever. I'm not, you know, and I've seen people do this, which is why I'm commenting on it. So don't, don't run too far with this. Be a friend to everyone. You know, show up for people. That sows good seeds. And whether or not it comes back in that same friendship or maybe in a different friendship, it will be totally worth while okay and the last thing i would say is um and this is a little bit similar to what we talked about earlier which is like you have to kind of um, prioritize the other is i would say take initiative as much as possible okay now this is um this comes with a warning because some of you are in friendships where you're the only person taking the initiative that's a problem okay but at the same time, um, I have one friend and he doesn't really make much of an effort to message me and I make a little bit more of an effort to message him, right? So like we don't message each other a ton, um, but I would, I would say I'm definitely initiating things a lot more. It doesn't really matter. I don't really care that I'm initiating more as long as, okay, now here is the catch, okay? As long as you know that it's reciprocated or that... Like in this case, this friend, I just know he's not good at initiating that stuff and that his behavior is not really that reflective of how he feels about me. Now, every once in a while, I'll just do a check-in like, hey, you weren't super responsive to that text or I hadn't heard from you for a while. Is everything okay? Oh yeah, everything's okay. I've just been busy. Sorry, man. Uh, but when we hang out, everything feels good. But if you start to feel like, oh, something's not quite right here. I'm initiating everything. They don't really seem that interested. When they hang out with me, they're like, they're there, but it just doesn't, I feel like maybe I'm giving a bit more than I'm getting back. That's a little bit different. But I would say don't be afraid to take initiative. Just be the proactive one. Um, I, like my, my basic value is I refuse to let how people treat me determine how I will treat them unless they treat me better than I treat them. <laughs> so what I mean is I will not let somebody treating me poorly be like, well, if you're going to do that, then I'm going to do this because then I'm just really no better. So similarly, you know, if somebody is taking all the, if you're taking all the initiative and, you know, they're not really being much of a friend to you back, ditch them, find, find better friends to sew into. But generally speaking, you know, the people I friended, it's, it's clearly established. We have good friendships, good relationships, and I'm better than most people about just sending the message. Hey man, how's it going? I acknowledge that. I just own it. And I'm really happy to be the person who takes initiative if it means I can stoke the fires of these friendships for many, many more years to come. And, you know, uh, Jake's my longest standing friend. We've been friends since, uh, gosh, since we were 12. And I'm 32 now. So that's 20 years of friendship. And we're only in our freaking 30s, man. Like, just wait until we hit 50s, 60s, 70s. And who knows where God will take us and where life will lead. But there's a foundation here that we can build on, right? Like, there's something really valuable. And we will be friends forever. You know, maybe, maybe in varying degrees, it's hard to say. And I, I could say the same for Kenny, Keith. Matt, Joey, Jaya, uh, Taylor. Uh, I hope I caught everybody. It's hard to keep track sometimes. But just 
be a good friend, you know, and, and we've emphasized on this podcast why you want to do this because your relationships do matter, you know, and friendships are important for us to feel happy and satisfied in life. And, um, you deserve good friends. And if you've been a bad friend, just stop, you know, you can repent, change your ways, find a different, a different approach, maybe find some different people to friend. There's no time like the present to right those wrongs. Um, if you, feel like you're a good friend and you haven't found the right people, keep searching, right? Keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking. They're out there, but make sure that you're showing up the right way in your friendships. And that's going to make sure that you get the right result. So that's everything for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, like I mentioned, if you want to talk more, if you want to get some more daily content from me on Instagram, I'm over at Sathya, me, Sam. Link is in the show notes. Would love to see you there. In the meantime, have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast, and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.